Welcome to Three to Live By, the podcast where we find simple answers to life's complicated questions. I'm your host, Suzanne Binford, and my co-host, Greg Maddogmatics. Hello, hello. Today's topic is embracing healthy eating habits and combating negative body image. I do want to say that today's topic will include some discussion about body image and how we are affected by that. If that is a difficult subject for you, please feel free to skip today's episode or turn it off at any time. Yeah, and remember, you know, there's a new crisis number, 988. So if you're having problems with this or anything, 24-7, you can call it, we can call it. It's out there, so. Your mental health comes first. Today, we're going to talk about healthy eating habits, um, how that affects our body image, um, and how we can combat negative body image. So I don't know. What do you think about this? This is kind of a, it's a hot topic. It can be a hot topic. It is. It's a little different for us. This one's tricky because there's a big debate whether we should be big, beautiful, and happy about it, or whether we need to get trim and be healthy by being smaller. I don't know. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I think that there has been a much healthier trend to stay away from you know, what size you are or a certain weight and embrace your own body. I think a lot of what we probably will talk about today, how eating can affect your emotional health and how body image can affect your emotional health. You know, I'm not a nutritionist, but I do know emotional state and emotional health and um, nutrition eating habits, all of that stuff really kind of plays into it as well. I've been dealing with weight issues and body image my whole life. So I'm looking forward to this one. Now, I will probably talk a little reckless and, uh, you know, when you feel like you're talking about yourself, you feel like you got more leeway and uh, talking bold. So, hey, <laughs> if I if you need to rein me in, uh, please rein me in. Yeah, that'll be a check check from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm counting on you. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go first today. I'm just going to designate myself. Um, So my first maxim in embracing healthy eating habits and combating negative body image, that's the full title of today, is know your emotional state when you are eating or not eating. Question yourself, am I eating to change my emotional state? Am I uncomfortable about something? Because it's super easy to go to the fridge or the cabinet and grab something to change your mood. How many times have parents out there with kids, seeing your kids go to the refrigerator over and over because they're bored. They don't know what to do with themselves right then. So, and it doesn't have to just be kids. We do it as adults too. I don't know what to do with myself or I'm uncomfortable. And we see so many images of people going through breakups with big giant spoons and, you know, pints of ice cream, which I don't know, maybe that's an appropriate way to deal with a breakup. But um, it, it is an example of ways that we use food to change our mood. I have a hard time thinking this way about food, tell you the truth, Suzanne. I want to enjoy my food and not think too hard about it. Is Mm. that wrong? Well, I don't think that it's wrong, but if you find yourself eating in between, or I would say that most of us recognize, and when I say us, I mean 
I tend to be an emotional eater, recognize that, okay, I'm snacking like every half hour, 45 minutes, hour. Why am I doing that? That's what I'm talking about. Not, you know, pay attention to every single thing you put in your mouth, which I guess there's a a place and time for that, but kind of get into why, why am I eating like that? Why is there something that I'm trying to avoid or cover up or? I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I just know, I think in detail, I examine many things in my life, but I'm not really eager to pull in food for this kind of examination. (laughs) I want to be, I want to be a pure enjoying my food person. Anyhow, I'm thinking though, this is interesting. Let's keep going. That's fine. You sit over there with your Rice Krispie treats and you enjoy. No, those are too healthy. I'm talking some chocolate chip cookie dough. That's my go-to. That is definitely yummy. And there's also, you know, while we're still on this subject, there's also, am I trying to control a situation by not eating? So it's both sides of the game. It isn't just, you know, I'm trying to change my emotional state by eating. Sometimes we try to change the emotional state by not eating. That's the thing too. Probably that part of it is for sure in our wheelhouse because it's something that we, we come across just in our work is when people feel powerless, sometimes they feel like they gain a sense of power by not eating. You know, you're trying to take away my joy of eating. That's the way I'm saying this, okay? So I'm going to change this to <laughs> how to ruin eating for Greg. <laughs> I am really getting defensive here. This is the first time you got my dander up. Is that a, is that a phrase? You got something to look at there, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for my maxim? Yep. Have at it. Maxim number one. Admit that you eat too much. Own it. Now, I'm talking about myself here, so I can, you know, talk plainly. I'm usually not hungry. I don't really need food to stay awake or get through a hard day. It's easy to lie to yourself, to be delusional. But in reality, I'm munching down in a juvenile state of gluttony. It's okay to admit this. It tastes good. It tastes good. You're right. But why? So you can admit it. Why does it taste good? You can admit it. You can admit that you might be eating too much, like eating, not because you're hungry, but because it tastes good. And if it's a lot, I'm just saying, why? I don't care why. I will admit (laughs) that it tastes good and it's enjoyable the first time portion like two or three pieces of pizza tastes good and enjoyable now when I get five or six guess what I feel bloated and I feel guilty so I will go with you there and that I, I bring that up later on so I'm coming I'm I'm half halfway there with you okay all right all right I I will say that my husband does this really well and it actually makes me pay attention to it too he'll say I really want another piece because it tastes so good but I really feel like that is gluttonous. I'm just doing it. I'm going to feel awful if I eat this next piece. Not emotionally, but physically. I'm going to be too full. I'm going to feel like I have to waddle down the hall or you know, yeah, no, that's... something after. So he's really good at pointing that part out. And sometimes he's like, forget it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat it anyway. It tastes so good. 
it's totally worth it. Because sometimes it just is. It's just worth it. Yeah. Let's go ahead. At least I got a story. Do you have a story story prepared? I do, but it goes into the next one. So here's my story on this topic. As a six-foot-tall male, the internet says a healthy weight range for me is about 160 to 196 pounds. So at six feet and 225, I guess I'm about 30 pounds overweight. I own that. I've been as high as 240, so I'm feeling pretty light and svelte these days. I always look for a way to work in the word svelte. There <laughs> it, it is. It is a good word. And, that, and you don't hear it anymore. I, I feel like we need to use it more often. We should do a whole episode on svelte. Svelte. That, mm-hmm. Am I saying it right? Svelte? Mm-hmm. How do you spell it? S-V-E-L-T-E, I think is at the end. Svelte. Oh, look at there. Svelte. I never knew there was an E on there. Anyhow... Okay, back to my story. <laughs> so, I've been chunky most of my adult life. Now, we call it heavy set in the South. <laughs> Le- love that term, heavy set. That's dignified, isn't it? It's something. I used to hope I'd weigh 190. I joined gyms. I ran half marathons. It was always a struggle because I used food and used food for comfort and to reward myself. I truly love pasta. Pizza, bread, cheese, salami, cookies, you name it. It brings me joy. I'm half Italian, and Betty, it comes out in my food choices, let me tell you. You know, it's surprising I'm not 300 pounds, but I'm not. My goal is to be closer to 220 instead of 240. 220 is a win for me. 190 or even 200, that's probably a folly. And, you know, I think I'm fairly healthy at 220. That, right there, that I'm healthy... Because really, BMI charts or the internet or the doctor's office charts say that you are supposed to be in a specific weight range. But I just don't think that those charts are realistic. Let me give you an example. Okay, there's um, there's a guy I know who used to share an office with me. And he worked out a whole lot. And he was on the not quite as tall side. But he was, I think, like 190 pounds at maybe 5'6", probably had zero ounces of fat on him. But if you look at the BMI chart, it says that he is morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. But nothing about him was obese. No, I'll never forget. I ran a mini marathon one year, and I was in my 30s in really good shape, and I was just tired and huffing and puffing towards the end. And some 70-year-old man that was had a big belly and overweight, he just went on by me, Betty. Mm-hmm. You would think, that man, how's he even running? And he zoomed on by. It was inspiring. And it goes to show you, it's your heart, it's not your belly that counts in this life, right? Ooh, I like that. It's your heart, it's not your belly. I like that a lot. I think it's how you feel about yourself. So I am very anti-weight chart uh, I I don't know how popular that is out there, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be a popular opinion, but I think it's more about how you feel about yourself. If you are healthy, you enjoy your pasta or your pizza, and you're able to take care of yourself and get your needs met, then have at it. Even if you are 240 versus 220, if you feel healthy at 220, that. I think is so important. We shouldn't be unhappy because we're not where we need to be in any aspect of life. 
have goals, but live today, right? Yes, yes. I heard a really interesting term a couple of years ago, and it has stuck with me. It's actually a client who had suggested the term for me because she had had some struggles with body image over the years. And she talked about body neutrality. So body neutral, not being so excited about her, her size or her weight or how she, but just neutral, like I'm okay, comfortable in my own skin. We don't have to celebrate it all the time, but I'm just, I'm comfortable with who I am and how I am, how my clothes fit, what I look like. I like that. That's the goal. It's not easy though, you know. That is a true statement. Maybe I'll get a moo-moo. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Moo-moos are in style. <laughs> then you look down, you don't see anything but a sack. I, I like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, I have seen TikToks. I'll have to send them to you. Um, TikTok, are you a TikTok guy? Probably not. Mm, no. <laughs> I wish you could see the expression out there on the podcast. <laughs> it was so like, no, I don't do that. Well, I do. TikToks, and I have seen so many women celebrate getting their first moo-moo, do a whole dance about it. I loved it. There, it made me want to look for a cool moo-moo. If I get a I'm moo-moo, I won't be married anymore. I know <laughs> that popped in my head. I know my wife. She she doesn't expect me to be thin, but she doesn't want me to go over the moo-moo route. So <laughs> I'm going to get her a matching one. <laughs> no, she's she's svelte. <laughs> She's trim and svelte. She's svelte. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's second maxim time for our topic, embracing healthy eating habits and combating negative body image. Number two, healthy is a relative term. Set a realistic goal. I talked a little bit about this earlier. I love pizza, but a good goal is to eat three pieces instead of five or six. Three pieces fills me up, and I don't feel stuffed and guilty like I do when I eat more. I can drink unsweet tea and diet soda. Not as fun, but doable. A year from now, I'll be five pounds lighter because of this one small sacrifice. Healthy for me is 25 pounds overweight, not 50 pounds. You would have fit right into the whole 80s. What's on the cover of Vogue, man? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Homer Simpson. I identify with Homer Simpson. He once said, I'm an overweight man trapped in an obese man's body. <laughs> I'll never forget that line. Now that, that is a, an 80s idol as well. <laughs> oh, I'm dating myself. <laughs> Thanks, Homer, for your words of wisdom to no. live by. <laughs> um, I think that moderating your eating kind of like what we were talking about before so that you're not uncomfortable because that's not the goal of eating you want to be able to enjoy your food without feeling like you can't even walk down the street or walk to the next room or walk away from the table without being uncomfortable no yeah discipline you know i hate the d word discipline but it sure does help in life so and well, in the bottom line, you you enjoy food more if you're not stuffed or overeating or uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. not sustainable to keep overeating and gaining more and more weight. It's that's a rough route to go. Yeah, and more about in 
just enjoying the food. So I will always challenge you on the weight thing, man. I'm just always going to challenge you on the weight thing. <laughs> I understand. I just don't want to overthink it, okay? You're trying to get me to overthink it. It's okay. It's okay to think. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> thank, thank, yes. Overthink, no. It's okay. We can evolve. It's okay. Um, okay. So mine, my second philosophy, that's right. I said philosophy, not Maxim. Eating things my body needs. I think it's fine to eat fun things, pasta, cupcakes, cookies, whatever. But am I getting enough actual nutrition? One type of food all of the time is not healthy. So you'll hear these low carb diets and, you know, protein, protein, protein. I think we're a little obsessed with protein. And I also think maybe we have incomplete proteins for a reason. So people will talk about meat being a complete protein. Well, maybe we have some incomplete proteins for a reason so that we eat a variety of foods, which gives us kind of varied nutrition. And I think it's also fine to cut back on some things, but am I depriving my body of nutrients by restricting my diet in, in some way? So depriving myself of nutrients or or even joy. So maybe I have a cookie. I might not have six cookies, but I'll have a cookie. And do I have to turn it down every single time? And actually, that kind of leads into my story, because I do have an issue with sugar. I have a, had a very unhealthy relationship with sugar my whole life. I've known it, and I've gone off of sugar at various points. But it wasn't until well, it was five years ago, I was in a session with a client. And at that time, I was working in outpatient substance use treatment. And this guy is talking about his relationship with alcohol. And he was talking about walking by the kitchen, and he knew it was there, and he kept looking at it, and he would stop by and like stare at the alcohol. And sometimes he would open it up and smell it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I do that. I do that with almost anything that has sugar in it in my house. You know, if it was donut day, guess who's finishing the donuts? Yeah, that's going to be mom. And Halloween candy, it was on. Those kids go to bed. They liked all of the tart candies because I don't think they got very many of the chocolate candies <laughs> Because I was picking them out and eating them myself. I just, it was when he said that I could hear my own behaviors related to sugar. And so I made a deal with myself that I was just going to stop eating sugar. And it, I have heard so many people say, oh, just eat one or two and you'll be fine. But my body does not work that way. I get one little bit of sugar in me and it, it's like I lose all rational thinking. So I do stay away from sugar. Now I eat fruit and I eat things that don't have refined sugar. This is pretty much exclusive to refined sugar. And I've made desserts with, you know, more natural sugars. I use stevia in my coffee, that kind of thing. So I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, no desserts and that goes for everybody. That's not true for everyone. It's just true for me. So I really have to pay attention to my own eating, especially about sugar. It start, so I gave it up in 2017. That was the last time I ate sugar and I've not eaten it since then. 
And I've fielded all of the questions, even on your birth, even on my birthday. And I remember having that thought related to, you know, the clients I work with who also think, even on my birthday, I can't drink. That's right. Even on your birthday, because it doesn't work for you. Drinking alcohol does not work for you. Eating sugar does not work for me. It doesn't work for me. So I do eat desserts on my birthday, but I don't make a Duncan Hines cake. I just don't. I respect you for this. You know, not eating refined sugar since 2017. That's a big step. Mm -hmm. You know, I still can't go with you uh, talking about complete and incomplete proteins. (laughs) Come on now. I can't go with you on that. But no, I think that's that makes sense. It really does. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a, a change in my emotional state. It wasn't, you know, like the next day I felt so much better. It was just over time I felt less foggy and less tired. And I didn't even think about it until somebody asked me, do you feel any better? And so thinking back over six months, it was like, oh, I do feel a little bit better. I hadn't even considered it. So I do say all that with a caveat of I'm not over here advocating no cookies, absolutely no cookies. Eating cookies does not work for me. You know, that's a great point. And that brings back a maxim I used to have many years ago. I used to say the less I eat, the better I feel. And, you know, I sort of forgot that one. (laughs) But I do. When you eat really light, it really clears your mind and you don't feel guilt. You know, you're a bit of a slave to your addiction when you eat too much. And you got to always think about, you know, do I have enough treats in the car? When am I going to stop for lunch? When am I, you know, I got first lunch, second lunch. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I I, I used to be, uh, I used to be uh, really into uh, eating light and you do feel better. So I don't know, maybe I can, uh, maybe I can switch over. See, you're starting to inspire me. It might be a balance, might be a balance. I'm not saying that there aren't days that first and second breakfast aren't appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) We have lots of family events on holidays and I probably eat first, second and third breakfast and then first and second brunch. So, because mm-hmm. you know, yep. just because we're getting later in the day. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do stay away from that dessert table, that's for sure. All right. What's your number three? All right. Now, despite what I said earlier about being a delusional glutton, my third maxim gets real. You are truly wonderful and whole just as you are today. Let me repeat you are truly wonderful. And whole, just as you are today. Sure, it's more mature to be able to push away from the table. And yes, we kid ourselves a lot about our eating habits. But it's more important, in my humble opinion, to accept yourself and celebrate yourself than to beat yourself up in hopes of being that idealized thin person. What do you think about that? That is a maxim I can get on board with. I'll even let you keep it at maxim and not philosophy. Oh, thanks. Yep, I can get on board with that one. I think embracing that you are a whole wonderful person, whatever the size on your tag is, that you accept that you are a wonderful person. I love that. I love that. There's the there's the therapist I know and love. Well, you know, it is more important your attitude, the smile on your face, 
whether you have joy in your life, whether you're a kind person, that's what matters, doesn't it? I really think so. I mean, if I look back over my life, I just don't think that people's size really sticks in my head. It's, you know, their personality or how they treated you. It's how people made you feel. That's the thing that sticks with me is how people made me feel. You know, I know this issue of whether or not to embrace being overweight. It's a hot topic. Like most things, I see gray. I'm mixed. I don't know. But I, like I said, I do know that accepting and loving yourself today, right now, while still having goals and trying to make adjustments to trend down instead of trending up in weight, sure, that's important. But for today, my motto is, heavy set people unite. Whoop, whoop. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like that. What do you got? All right. So my last one, my third philosophy is separate eating habits from your body image. Because your body image is is a separate thing. That goes back to emotional eating. It goes back to emotional eating. So if you can separate your eating habits from your body image, I just think that you will be happier. Embrace yourself. Whatever size you are, embrace yourself. I'm with you on this one. This one's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Perfect as it is. So that's one we have to keep. Well, now that... We've presented our six. You pick your favorite. I pick my favorite. And then we'll truly debate the third one. Okay. So I think that I want to stick with my number one, to know your emotional state when you're eating or when you're not eating. Okay. I'm going to go with healthy as a relative term, set a realistic goal. I think that's my favorite of my three maxims. I like that one. So what are we going to do for the third one? I think I like yours. I mean, mine's good, the separate eating habits from body image, because that would be the next one that I would pick. But I like your embrace the wonderful you. Oh, okay. We'll go with I thought you meant you liked the first one, admit you eat too much, you're delusional. No, you meant the other one. (laughs) Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So we decided the third one is you are truly wonderful and whole just as you are today. The wonderful you. Oh, boy. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> is that a little too touchy-feely for you, Greg? <laughs> no, I, no, it's true. In the end, you have to accept yourself and you're wonderful, you know? Yes, yes, you are wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. This has been the Three to Live By podcast with Suzanne and Greg. We'd love your feedback. Our email address is 3tlbpodcast at gmail.com. That's the number 3tlb, like boy, podcast at gmail.com. So until next time. Peace in. And peace out. <laughs>